Hey, Relay community. It's Lindsay Hine with Peter Bromka, Tommy Runs, Marcus Brown, myself, and some bros here. I'm the only <laughs> lady on the pod today. Happy New Year. I like how sometimes she's like, it's a community. Other times we're friends. Oh. It just depends how close she feels to all of us. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I think so, I do say friends. The, start off the new year. We're just the community. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not I'm friends. here to speak to you. Did I say community this time? <laughs> you yeah. community. You never know what will come up. Well, one time I met someone and they were like, the only thing is you didn't say, hey, friends. And I was like, oh, oh. people know that I say that. Apparently that's a thing. Welcome, Relay fellow humans. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, what's your intro? If, if I was like, intro voice, hit me. This, this is the voice. Come on, There's no other voice, unfortunately, Peter. <laughs> Um, I just basically How do you intro your pod? Of, what do you say? Um, welcome to, or welcome back to Runner's Life podcast. I'll say something about like, oh, hey friends, nice. something like that, but probably not as excitable oh as say like Matt, for example, but like it's just in my low key voice, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's Tommy's okay. intro. It is funny that you, as soon as you do a few episodes, you get stuck with whatever you started it with. Like, okay. I can't get out of saying, what's, ever, what's everybody? This is Tommy Runs. This is a running sleep show. Like, you can't. <laughs> say anything else like you try but it's just like we're saying this over and over everyone's like thanks for not using your intro can you please can you go do back a, can someone do hair. a mic co hey everybody <laughs> isn't that what he does yeah yeah hey, hey what's going on yeah um, what's, what's going on yeah hey what's, what's going on everybody chitum is like he goes even higher he's like hey uh, <laughs> One time, did I tell you about this? We stayed together out in Eugene, and yeah. we he recorded these live shows at the expo, and then we're back in the hotel room, and I was I was like putting something in my bag, and I just hear like Matt Chittum, the podcaster, just explode into the room, and I like swivel around like what's going on? And it turned out he had put his phone into like the seat of the couch and was recording the intro. Um, for the podcast listeners who weren't at the live show. So he had used the audio from the live show for a podcast later that week. But I was, he was doing the intro. He's like, one take, got it. There we are. Um, but he, you know, he did his whole like 60 seconds just off the cuff. Um, off the cuff, yeah. Also question. Wait, can we talk about... Real quickly, is Matt's <laughs> intro voice, like his raw voice, or does he sound like um, an old British gentleman, like offline, <laughs> like David Ambrose? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, you're gonna get together with him. <laughs> it's it's his real voice. Yeah, it's okay. his real voice. It's his um, most exuberant self. I okay. want to know more about you and Matt having a sleepover. I'm just like, oh yeah. I just want to know what this experience is like because when I travel for work, I my friend Jess will a lot of times will like share a hotel room, and I just like, you know, like at bedtime, like us girls, we do our bedtime routine, our skincare, oh, and then we have our eye yeah. masks and all of our things, and I'm like. What, what do Peter and Matt, like, what are you talking about? What's your nighttime chat? Oh, man. It is like, just, it is health destruction um, purely because of like excessive communication. Like, we're both chatters and we're both interested in the same geeked out stuff. So we stayed together at CIM. And <laughs> at some point, I just had to be like, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> we're going to bed. Because it's just like, I mean, imagine. I wish maybe it's something Matt, if you're listening to this, we can aspire to like more personal, more deeply centered conversation in the future. In it's just that we've like indexed our brains across the same like 
pro runners and amateur runners and you know like instagram influencers and you're just like well that's interesting because you mentioned that it makes me think of this other person i had on my mm. podcast and it just goes and goes until it's like um how interesting this is you know it's like midnight and you're like why are we still awake we're not so <laughs> like this guys, so i just picture you guys as like the nerdy running version of stepbrothers oh yeah are we best friends are we best, Are we friends, best friends? No, no, that no that that part when he's like, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put some brillos in a. What would he say? I'm gonna put some bricks in a suit in in my pillowcase and beat the shit out of you. Actually, I will say when we were at CIM, some, uh, at some point I came in and Wedding Crashers was on and we're like, well, we're just watching the rest of this. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was oh, that was of just course. A clear, That's you know, like yeah. a dream come true. There was a shit. some time. Yeah, no, that yeah, that's the best. I have a question about the bed situation because I will request two beds, but like if we get one big bed, I'm like, it's fine. It's me, one of Aww, me and my one of my girlfriends. This is we have turning space into in a different us. type of podcast than I thought no. it was. <laughs> Here we I'm go. just curious, like, because I feel like two men sharing a room is different. Like, is that a very hard? Like, we have to have two beds. Color time. Um, there's no cuddling i'm just saying like if i, I have to it's a great I, I wish i had a better answer both the times uh matt chittam has been on top of it and requested two beds, uh, two beds. i mean he's sort of a big deal at these uh at these podcast <laughs> live shows he's got his own pick a room <laughs> all right so like so let's just let's just continue with this thought so like let's just say you know you show up and Chittam thought he did his thing. He's thought he's got mm. the room of, of a, you know, and it's like you walk in and it's just one <laughs> queen bed, not even a king bed. It's just one queen bed, no couch. What happens? Yeah. What do you do? Oh, wow. What do you do? Yeah. I mean, it, what, it's what do you I'm, do, Jack? What do you do? I'm imagining uh, like this road show goes on tour and like city by city. It's like, okay, but you can, you could share a bed in Manhattan, but could you share a bed in Japan? Where uh, the beds get smaller, smaller and smaller, like the spaces. Could you be on top of each other? Um, Just put some pillows in between no, you and man. call it good. No, man. We're playing. No? We're playing rock paper scissors. Someone's on the floor. That's on the it. floor. That's the okay. answer to the. That's the answer to the question, Peter. <laughs> You're I don't like, think Peter. I think question. they do the pillow thing in the middle. I think they just be. And like, honestly, whatever. Peter. And if if somehow this happened to me and Peter for some reason, right? You know, I'm pulling. I'm probably gonna pull the race card and figure out how to how to get to bed. <laughs> you're like, you're like, it's, I. It's whoever's you. racing in the morning. Oh yeah, that type. Oh, of race. Oh oh, that oh, oh, race card. <laughs> Lindsay Hine with the race card. Like, you were racing. Wow. I love that you didn't go. I love that you didn't automatically go there. That's awesome. I'm yeah. proud of you. I'm proud of you, Lindsay. You didn't even think about race. She's so committed to the running life. Tell me pulling the race card on like, the pod. She's like, what race? Like, what race would be after that? Clearly, whoever has their bib already ready. Right, right. Whoever's <laughs> got the lowest number bib, this is not a this is not a joggers race. <laughs> you get the bib, you know. But wait, I said that because you're always racing. You're no, the I only one that's always racing. I appreciate that you went there and got a lot on the calendar and yeah. emotionally. But you're gonna pull the actual race card because you're like Peter Bromka. Made me yeah, sleep but, on the floor. Yeah, like right. Yeah, imagine the mm. <laughs> imagine the backlash, Peter. <laughs> That's true. In just in terms of uh, how I want to be perceived, I'd be like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. I want you no, no. shouting me out on podcasts as no, no. the guy who jumped on the floor. Uh, yeah, yeah. You like, yeah. Oh my God, Peter, like totally. He just he, he 
he laid out some some mattress on the floor, and he just was good. He had his Alpha Fly sixes on. <laughs> he was already ready to go. He was ready to go. Oh man! Oh man! Well, yeah, it's going to be interesting because uh, a lot of events coming up, and I'm like, how do we? Um, I'm determined to share rooms with different peoples to avoid the expense, but I'm also don't want to overstay. Uh, don't want to overextend the welcome. Uh, they'll be like, "What are you?" Marcus are you... is Marcus is like, "I'm not flying all the way over to the U.S. and sharing a room with anybody." <laughs> yeah, probably. But I can see you stay like somewhere in the dead of winter. There's no heating, and then Peter turns around and goes, "Oh, there's no blankets here. Should we just use body heat?" And I'm like, "Peter, no. <laughs> like, get on the floor." <laughs> I'm a big team player. Let's bring people together. Oh my god! Keep your single on the road. Matt starts, like, talk, like, Matt starts going through the percentages like he does. You know what I mean? He's like the percentages oh, yeah. of us living through the night <laughs> are pretty low. Are pretty low unless we're like within yeah. two feet of each other. <laughs> you know the sort of like when it's crickets on a text chain. Like when Matt did a whole percentage breakdown of the world record oh change, god. and like we were all just like crickets. Like yeah. what's there to say? Uh, okay. Yeah, sounds good. We trust you. We trust you. Yeah. Um, okay. We should talk about our feelings on the new year. I keep seeing all these posts going, in for 2024, out with 2023. And oh, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, I keep seeing people do that. And I was at, um, I've been going to this, like, alpha strength class at my fancy gym, which Ooh. I love. And every class, they ask us a question at the beginning. It's usually something silly, like, what treats are you looking forward to uh, for Christmas? Blah, blah, blah. But this time, this girl goes, what are you getting rid of in 2023? And what are you bringing in for 2024? And I'm like, I just said, that's a really big question. I feel like I don't have enough time to explain myself here in this, like, you know, five seconds each person in the class is given. So mm. anyway, when you've seen those posts... What have you thought about? Does anybody have things that they have thought? I want to not do that anymore. To, it'd be challenging to do like a three in, three out. You know what I mean? Really quick. So I'm going to say you go first while I think about it. Well, in the in the in the on the spot in the class, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have an answer right now. Mm. Um, on the spot, I said I want to drink less alcohol and um, for 2024. Oh, I wanted to have some specific fitness goals. Like, I don't know what they are yet, which I know that any of those like smart Adam Grant, Brad Stolberg, all those people would tell me I need to have a specific, <laughs> I need to actually get specific, but um, that's what I said. I want to actually make a specific goal. So in, so in for you is a specific, more specific goals. Yeah, because I, this is what I always say, like I, I don't have a hard time being motivated to work out. Like that's part of my life. At least six days a week, I'm doing something, working out, running, strength training, riding my bike, whatever. But I've been really stagnant for a long time, and I want to have, like, something that feels challenging. And I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know if that's trying to run fast again or just, like, trying a new distance or doing a triathlon again. I haven't done that in a long time. I don't know what it wow. is, but I have to, like, get specific so that I have a goal to shoot for. Hmm. I think one end for me would be end for me for the year would be um, getting a a bit more organized, like tackling a little bit more organization. As in you what can see sense? Behind me, just in like if you could see behind me looks great. The shoes are great. If you could see on the other side of this camera that <laughs> this is my life on the other side of the camera, <laughs> it gets hectic. But like I have a lot going on, 
and I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with that type of chaos. But then there there are moments where you could pull things together a bit more organi- organized, uh, kind of behind the scenes to make all of this more like digestible. You know. I don't know, Tommy. You did a rundown of what you t- tackled in 2023, and I was floored. And I was like, man, this guy must have a process. Nothing. Yeah. That's the. That's that's the thing is that's what I'm saying like maybe more I don't know what to call it but just more organized with like the process of like you know so are you more are you naturally your brain works in such a manner I was thinking like okay the TRE live stream didn't come out of nowhere mm-hmm. we keep coming back to this because we're all so impressed by it but like it also your brain just naturally was like oh we're about seven months out from TRE I should start pitching them. Or you don't have like a jot on a calendar or a note to self, like come up with crazy shit no one's thought of before and pitch it at the appropriate amount of time ahead of time. Uh, no, I'm more of a, if I have an idea, I, I go. Okay. And if that happened one month before TRE, I would have pitched it still. Um, <laughs> Good. And when I pitched it, it wasn't even early enough really to do it like like I, you should have pitched something like that like 11 months before okay um but yeah so what what for everything that that's happened either i got invited to or i literally pitched it the moment i thought about it because if i don't then it's it's all gone and when did miami gone. come about i was like man he just went to all these places now he's back in it was like just a couple of weeks ago you went to miami with some brand i'm forgetting no Ran a half marathon oh yeah yeah no, orlando. He was in orlando orlando, orlando. Oh, yeah, orlando. Yeah. sorry that was the lead up to the <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Miami was January, yeah, last year. But yeah, uh, Orlando was. Um, I just got invited by, but you know, by uh, Track Shack, and I was already going to be a TRE, so I said sure, and hmm. just didn't come home and went there instead. So like a lot of it's just random opportunities that come up, or like something I pitched that worked out well, and it is what it is. But even in between all that, like it would be it'd be easier for me to place things and maybe like. Be, do it more like Lindsay and have like the more specific goals if I had more organization to like how I got to how 23 happened, you know? Let me just say that I don't have specific goals. I need to, I need to do that. Yeah, I mean, work on uh, some more specific goals. Yeah. I was thinking about that though. Um, just what you're saying, like the idea comes to your head and you just pitch it right away. Like on my run today, I was thinking about that because some of my best ideas, and I'm sure all of you guys experience this, like come on the run. And sometimes I move on them, sometimes I don't. And I'm like, what if you moved on all of them? Because sometimes you get back and you're like, that was kind of audacious. Like, that was kind of silly. That's too much. But I'm like, the people that are doing really big things probably move on all of them. And I just kind of like sometimes just shrug, shrug my shoulders and like, nah, that was that was aggressive because you had all these like endorphins going through your body and you thought it sounded really cool oh, in the moment. Yeah, no, you know I like what I mean? that idea. Well, there should be a sounding board that you – you at least send all of those ideas on the run to that first group of people. Like, but then you feel like, and then, no. I, but then once I'll, I come I'll back be on down, that board. no, no, like, then I come back down and I feel stupid, and I'm like, was that oh. dumb? Because I was like on a high, you know what I mean? I no, know, I think that's you, you at your most like intense distilled self. It's no, to me, to me, it's like if I have an idea on a run, um, I'll think about it for as long as possible on the run like so it won't just be like a fleeting thought it'll be like okay let's think about it and then if i still think it's a good enough to remember it later mm-hmm. then i'm doing it okay mm. you know like i started the the my, my podcast like 
three days after a long run that I thought about it. Yeah, I love it's that. Really like it just sometimes you just got to go. Three days. See, that's interesting because with my podcast, I thought about it for like eight months before I was <laughs> like, I think I could actually do this because like, I kept trying to talk myself out of it because I thought it was like a stupid plan. Like I couldn't pull it off or something. But I guess like for people listening, like if 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 an idea doesn't take like a large amount of like capital or something and it's like and there's an easier way to get it done, even if it, it's not like perfect because nothing will ever be perfect. Because even if you had like $10 million to start a podcast tomorrow, it's still going to be much better 100 episodes later. Right. So it's like if you can start it at a pretty low cost and cancel it like, you know, later, you know, with no with no money lost for real then you might as well just do it. Wait, can I tell you, no money lost for real? Speaking of which, <laughs> I, it, it, no, it's, it, it's evidence yeah. of what you're saying. But um, do you have, <laughs> I am a serial like domain, website domain buyer. Oh my like, God. That does not surprise me. That does not I'm surprise like, me. It, the idea hits me. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta own that. I check, it's available. And for some reason, I believe that in the, I mean, this website has not been purchased by anyone ever and it's available and i'm like i gotta buy it now like i have to lock it down what if i come back and it's gone and so if you log into my squarespace where i buy urls it's just all i'm like whoa that one. Oh, I for i remember the run when i came up with that one. Oh, that like who even knows what that was gonna be can we get some, some examples reason, you can't leave us hanging there oh well, my the best purchase my best all time was uh this was much earlier internet Back when I graduated college, I thought I was going to – back – I mean, things used to be so much more complex. So you actually <laughs> literally had to code the website to put it online. And so I had yeah. taken an introductory computer science course, and I <laughs> I purchased the domain upyourmileage.com, oh. which, which I thought was just the perfect distillation of like, oh, yeah. But you go upyourmileage.com. <laughs> Get your cancelled right now. Which is That's not. Guess we'll do. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, when I see, what was it? There was just an article out about like how maybe you should run with lower mileage. And I'm like, no. Eh. no one's do you still own it? Um, no, I don't even know like what email no that would no have been. No one's using it. Yeah. Upyourmileage.com. <clears throat> I was I actually could also, <laughs> I was just saying, I could see Matt doing that as well, by the way. Oh yeah, just like purchase. Like, just Here like, we go. The second he comes to mind, just purchasing it. Yeah. No, I, I know. A, I know a guy that's um, who who does that like consistently, oh. and he and he's um, he's sold one of his one of his um, one of the names for a hundred thousand bucks. Yeah. Well, so I was just listening to this podcast, and you know the brand Native, like Native Deodorant. Mm. Okay. They were. I think that that's the brand they were talking about. They were saying that somebody else owned it, and anyway, they ended up having to sell it for like. Hundred million dollars or something insane like that, like millions of dollars, just yeah. to get the name. But I mean, they did it. But some random guy owned it, like that did, wasn't doing anything with it. That's crazy. I do it also with Instagram handles. I'm like, ooh, this will be super sweet. And then I check, and it's like some lady from seven years ago who last posted something. And I'm like, oh, I need you. Like as though what's standing between me and this new idea is the perfect Instagram. <laughs> What would you be willing to pay though? Like if like lindsayhine.com was taken, like what would I be willing to pay for that? I don't know. It's a I weird mean, world. Like it's it's mm. different now because like they give you like a uh, one thousand other options like Lindsay Hine dot whatever to, you know, something Org else. Or you know, whatever, or, yeah. You know. 
But I mean, for big business, where it's like, no, this yeah. is what we're stick. We have to. You have to this have is, it. We, we've we've already put too much in this, and it has to be you know Heinz dot com. Like that's it. Yeah. We'll yeah. pay for like it. native deodorant you know? needed to be whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, Peter. What's in with you, and what's out with you? And Marcus, you have to answer too. Or at least ends because me and me and Lindsay really just did ends. Oh, right. Well, yeah. finish, Tommy. I did my both. No, that Remember, was that was, said, my, that was my in organization. Yeah. Okay, I said my out was out. Le- Less alcohol. Oh, okay. So, yeah, me less alcohol, nice. too. Um, <laughs> All right. Even less than less. <laughs> even less than, even less than before. Um, I'm going sure. to be, be anti-alcohol next year. Um, I, I think out would be um, – oh, this is a, this would be a good one. I think that people probably think is weird. Um, putting a number on a pedestal. Hmm. Oh. Like race, like times. Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference between like I feel like there's a difference between having a goal a goal time for a race and actually like putting that number on this pedestal that like that makes the process less enjoyable because mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the process anyway I'm gonna race the race <laughs> anyway I'm gonna do all the miles anyway but I think that like when it comes race day I think you have to have like some loose strong tie to this goal but it can't be so much where it just like destroys your race where you're so tense and you can't even like let your body do the things that you've been trying to train it to do hold a second is this like a news flash that you're not doing the redemption tour again (laughs) 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 no yeah so yeah i'm doing that i I, I don't i I don't Um, care tour i'm just here whatever happens tour (laughs) yeah i don't care tour it is what it is tour It is what it is you, to her. Do you think it's easier to do that, though, like to let all those things go if you've hit the the big goal? Like for a long time, your goal might have been to BQ, then to break three, then to break 250 or whatever. And like once you've reached a point where you're like fairly satisfied with some accomplishments, is it easier to let those things drop? Like you well, still no, want to like, run faster, though. Yeah, yeah, no. Like I still want to. I want to. I want to break two forty. You know, like, and I want to. I want to get to two thirty one day. You know, like that'd be sweet. And I. And I'm. Those numbers will be there. But what I'm saying is, like, I think that some sometimes, or at least for me, like I've told the line of races with this like such a huge like large like looming presence of this number that I have to get. You get so tense, you can't really enjoy it. You're. It doesn't mean you can't you can enjoy a race and still run really fast. You know, like you can run a PR yeah. and have a fairly good time along the way, you know. Um but I just think sometimes we put the number so and it for a lot of us it like so a lot of people like are trying to break four or break three. The number is so big in their like in their focus that it makes them run a race differently than they would have if they let let it go a little bit mm-hmm. and then just ran the plan. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, so don't, I'm not saying no goals and it is what it is to her, you know, 2024. It's <laughs> like, go after the goal, like do all the stuff, but we're amateurs at the end of the day, you know, like have some type of fun in that. Joggers. <laughs> we're yeah. joggers. So, I mean, I think, I think I totally agree, but almost from a, I come to it from a different angle, which is realizing how often the time is it's like kind of totally random whether your body's going to even be able to perform in that zone. Even when I've, I have accomplished goals, broken times that I set out to accomplish. And in hindsight been like, man, that was really random that 
I was able to do that. And I'm sure someone could try to tell me that like, it's the power of manifesting through a goal. But um, I've ended up very thankful that some of the days have worked out because I'm like, man, it was just kind of random that I decided I was going to try to break 235. And then I did. And it looks very much like, oh, that was all by design. When in reality, you know, like, you got out there, you hit some splits, you tried to get tough, you kicked it in. And whoa, if that comes out like 15 seconds below a threshold, you look like you're you're smart. And if it comes out 15 seconds above, which is all just like within an order of like randomness. Um, mm. So I definitely think, I mean, I just, I've talked a lot about the Olympic trials standard over the last couple of years and watching all my friends go after these crazy goals the last couple of years pointed out to me how fortunate I was almost by almost by accident like by happy like happy serendipity that when I went for the OTQ it happened to be within a zone I was able to get close to Mm. if that makes sense it's just like yeah sure sure it's all by design and like training plans are sketched in a certain way but really your body's only capable of like training at a certain level at any given time and I think this is what you're saying Tommy it's like Mm -hmm. it's honoring that and approaching it like yeah no i know that some of the pressure that we put on ourselves to hit a certain time or else you know often plays a negative role in the way that we race the race you know yeah um you can have a goal and be very steadfast with that goal without like having it destroy your your running experience well i was i'm going to be working with a lot of athletes racing boston and I'm thinking about how to help them goal set. Mm. And part of that process I'm thinking through is like, let's start off by throwing out those numbers. Let's like, let's not throw them away, put them up. Like if that's what you want, like throw them on the page, wherever you, you know, document your goals, but then let's move past it. Because like you're saying, I'm much more interested in like, what's your strategy for racing really hard from 17 to 22, for instance, like, that's what's going to get you to an awesome day. Or let's talk about um, let's talk about <laughs> racing well after heartbreak. Um, man, I just become a broken record. But I'm like, I think it, I think getting to the top of heartbreak and trying to run well those final five miles is one of the most exciting um, segments of marathoning in America. You didn't tell me that before um, this <laughs> yeah. last year. <laughs> I got over heartbreak and was like, oh. We're good here, you know, all done. <laughs> and then my body so was like, no, yeah, we are all done. done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But those are like much more specific and they're more like almost catch you off guard. Like, oh, whoa, what would it take to do that? Oh, I would probably train in a certain way. I would probably yeah. like mentally focus. And it's the people who are ready for those challenges that like <clears throat> you can see coming about. But they're sort of assumed like, oh, if I say I want to break 240, it'll all be assumed. But I think those things are not assumed and they often get overlooked. Mm. All right, Peter. Yeah. In, a, in or out, in and out. What are you doing? In and out. I need to, I need to be more self-reflective. Like I need to be more self-assessment, assessing my own behaviors. I was going to say my biggest thing is someone was talking to me about uh, incremental gains there's like an incremental games podcast. I think it speaks to a lot of these sciencey podcasts and I'm noticing how maybe I'm just becoming an old man. I'm like, I'm so not that interested in like these, these 1% things. And I'm so much more like, Oh yeah, we got to go to bed. We got to go to bed at like, 
like an alarm that gets you to go to bed at mm-hmm. 9.15, not 11.15 is so much more impactful than like a certain root juice that like <laughs> <laughs> that someone's going to try to sell me. So I'm a little bit less into uh, I want to personally get my like uh, basics locked down and I want to like proselytize it not being about the incremental gains and it more being about the basics. I mean, when you say that, Peter, though, it does make me think of our friend David Goggins. Oh. Because I told you, I had sent Peter the... Segway. (laughs) (laughs) We still have to hear Marcus's, though, but I had sent Peter the link. I listened to David Goggins on the Huberman podcast, and I immediately sent Peter the link because I was like, all I can think about is how much you can't stand David Goggins when I listen to this. (laughs) But his whole shtick, even though he can be kind of irritating his whole shtick is like just effing do it like there's no like secret there's no magic anything like just go do it just go do what you need to do every day and decide to do it and to me that was kind of like refreshing because there is all these hacks there's seven habits of highly effective people atomic habits all those books and all these like methods and it's like well are you motivated okay figure out a way to get motivated and get your butt up and just do it Sure. Yeah. Like the, what are the, I think it's most exciting or like, what are the little wins you can set yourself up with that get you out the door? Yeah. So, you know, I started leaving like a hoodie by my bedside, uh, years ago. Does that ago. like get you it's out, just so you can go out rob? of bed what are you or doing? what? What does the hoodie do? <laughs> no. So in the, when I'm sleeping in bed, I'm like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm like, okay, I'll put my hoodie on. Like, all right, that'll help me. Like, uh, is the hoodie that'll... like comforting? Is it like yeah, it's cozy? Like it's my own little cocoon when I don't. <laughs> When I'm sharing a bed, yeah. When I lose the comfort, uh, comforter tug of war. I remember people used to be like, "Lay out your clothes the night before, like sleep in the clothes you're gonna run in." I'm like, "Who's sleeping in the clothes Ugh. they're gonna run in? That is way too restrictive." That always makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the David Beckham documentary? No, but sorry, I want to. Uh, sorry, this is the reason what you just said that he in the first uh, in the opening scene. He literally has his like uh, his week's worth of clothing like laid out on like a on a rack. And I was just like, who has a week's worth of clothing like organized? So um, it made me feel pretty insecure then. But yeah, thanks, David. <laughs> yeah, that was somebody on my podcast was talking about that though. Um, oh, who was it? He lives in Boston. He trains with Boston. He's like a scientist. Do you know who I'm talking about, Peter? Matt McDonald. Oh. Do you know who I'm talking about, Matt McDonald? Yeah. He was talking about that because like when you have the less decisions that you have to make the better. So I think he was talking about Obama. Like everything is like, he's once said on a podcast, like every single thing is like already predecided and laid out. He doesn't have, that is not taking up any brain space, Mm -hmm. but it does take up brain space when you do it. What if your mood changes? What if it's Tuesday? And I'm like, I don't want to wear that on Tuesday. Well, that's the point, right? You don't do that. You know, like that's, it's like, you know what? (laughs) It's raining. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I guess that's, I mean, I get the point. I mean, I think some of it's extreme. Like laying out a week's worth of clothing is kind of extreme. But I know I've I've heard people that that buy a lot of the same color scheme of clothes. So there is no like, so they just don't have to worry about that. And if you're okay mm-hmm. with like doing that, then that's great. And I think some people are like, some there's some people can't do that. Like you can't, like you have to have some artistic like power over what you're going to wear at least, you know? So I don't think everybody, I, think, I don't think that's for everybody. But back to like the David Goggins thing, like, I like David Goggins, um, you know, for like, for, I think for at, so if you boil it all down, it really is just 
go do the thing, you know? I mean, yeah. and he says it on the most extreme ways. He tells his story about, like, how he ran on 17 broken feet, and he did this and he did that. But, like, if you were – everybody's like, well, that's dangerous. You shouldn't do it. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, I get that. Like, I can be inspired by, like, an F1 driver, and I'll never drive a car that fast, you know. But the point, I think, is, is, like, what gets you to go do that could possibly make me, you know – stop the excuses and then like go for my two mile walk instead of like complaining about everything you know and I think it's like a very specific not a very specific audience because I think anybody could get something from that but I, I don't think it's like I don't th I hope he's not I never hear him to me in my like way I break it down to, th to say go do something dangerous mm. just because he did you know I think it's just like I'm an example of you can go do whatever you want to do yeah, I mean, when I hear him, though, what mostly all the things I said, like I get motivated because he's like, just go do it. But mostly I hear him also saying, you're all effing lazy. <laughs> yeah. What inspires me, though, is the conversation on like there are so many like average people walking around because they don't choose mm. to like fulfill their potential. And that really does make me think like. Because you don't want to look back and be like, what did I not do, you know, at the end of your life? So, you know, I think that it just inspires me to, like, do big things and, and be creative and don't just, like, stay on this hamster wheel, which is really hard not to do when you have to get your kids to school and make their lunches and record the podcast. And You know what I mean? It is yeah. – you do get in that cycle. So Yeah, I think I you can, like, rotate it through different parts of your life. Like, you might be – crushing your running goals but you yeah. might be scared about like putting yourself out there at work or like trying to take on a new project and that i guess that attitude the attitude of like get over look past the excuses look past the blocks you set up for yourself is really powerful i do feel like i had to see past a lot of the him yelling at me <laughs> i'm like why yeah. am i getting yelled at so much but i mean for certain why people so that's super average, motivating peter yeah yeah like so I, yeah that's what i think it's i feel like it's like certain you know, like he has a an audience for sure that like need that may hear you're being lazy and they go like, you know what, you're right. You know, I am. You know, and and if that's not you, it's just like he's yelling at the kid next to you. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, your teacher talked to the whole class, but I mean, not everything was directly for you. You just had to hear what was going on. So I think it's like, yeah, I don't think I'm lazy, but then there's moments where like I can be lazy or I can be like fall into that like average trap where I could you know I should be better at this than than I am um yeah you know and I just think he has a very ineloquent way of saying certain shit so but that's okay <laughs> you know and I think that that's good too because if he was up there just like scholarly all the time I don't think he would have the same impact he has on so many people and he doesn't care like no he doesn't the one care, the yeah. one thing that's refreshing <laughs> Although, I mean, I, it, it, the podcast with Huberman did get a little bit redundant because, like, you know, you can only say the same thing so many, in so many ways. Um, the one thing that is refreshing is, like, he just doesn't care who he offends. <laughs> like, oh, he's just yeah. going to say it. And he's like, if that bothers you, like, that's your own problem. <laughs> like, figure it out. Um, and I, did, I do find that a little bit refreshing that he's just not concerned about offending people. Maybe he should be a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, and... I don't, I've never heard him say like anything. Um, I mean, there's there's some things that can be said that should not be said. You know, you know, 
Um, and I don't totally. think he goes to the. I don't think he goes to like some of those lines where you know where like a, some people in media you know may nowadays. Um, but yeah, he is. He's pretty harsh, you know. And but don't you think like he's like <laughs> he talks about when he weighed three hundred pounds, and he'll be okay. and then he'll like be like, "Well, you're fat and lazy. Get off your ass." And it's like that could be very offensive to people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So maybe. Is that refreshing that he just says what he wants, or is it? Should he not say that? You know. No, I think it's an interpretation though, because he's saying it about himself. He's not talking about other people, so in a way you could hear it. But if you're hearing it about yourself, then that's different. He's not going, "Hey, you, uh, Dave from down the road, you're fat and three hundred pounds. You're a worthless piece of whatever." He's like, he's talking about himself. So I don't know. I, it's just people's interpretations of it and i don't think he goes around and i'm not this isn't the david goggins like pr <laughs> salaries program by the way i just don't think he goes around to people go hey you're fat you're lazy you suck you are not, you're, you're not a real person to like i don't think that's that <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I don't think it's that harsh but i think people start to hear it and think oh but themselves yeah one thing that i think that his book or because i read his for i listened to his first book um i started listening to the second one i think i don't know if i finished but I think one thing that he does well that it, it sounds like he's talking to people, but I think he's he's done a really great job at talking to himself for a long time, mm. and like that's mm -hmm. like the theme of like his life and book to me is like him talking himself through all this stuff. So like a lot of those like thirty second things when he's running down the street talking about you know this this and that, you know I think he's just talking to like who he thinks that you know who he's running from too, you know to mm -hmm. to some extent. Because I think when it comes to like what people shouldn't say and things that are offensive. A lot of times like we get caught like talking to someone else about something we've never experienced. Mm. You know, like, you know, it, it's like me saying anything about weight loss is just it would be ridiculous. I may be mm -hmm. correct. I may have done my research, but I've never been overweight. So mm -hmm. I have no grounds to like, you know, voice my opinion super loud, like on my platform, just because I think that I got the right thing to say. He's he's only talking about things that he's dealt with himself, and if it doesn't resonate, it doesn't matter because it resonated with him. So there's a chance it's going to resonate with at least fifteen percent of people that hear it. That's a good point about like these platforms are really flattening, and like these voices get out to so many people. Um, mm -hmm. There was a woman who's like a forgetting her name online, but she was on Threads, and she said like, "Get after your." you know, your Christmas workout so that you can uh, burn your calories and enjoy your holiday meal. And like all these people are coming after her for the, the, it's sort of like a shoots and ladders game. You know, they're flying down that chute of like going after like the burn your cal, earn your calories, earn your meal type of mm -hmm. language. And one guy I follow is just another runner. He, um, he just kept replying to people like, Oh, she's not, you're you're not her audience like you guys are you're sort of like crossing paths here you know like um yeah she's probably speaking to some other people and if you just take these things in absolutes like one way of speaking yes. is good and one is bad it, it doesn't really behoove so i think your point around like the david goggins is speaking mostly to himself to other people who want to hear that who want to rally um yeah i had a buddy put out a i guess a newsletter like highlighting um uh, people that inspired him and Goggins was on and like uh, some other guys like that who were more militaristic, more like yelling and, you know, hardcore. And I was like, Oh, these guys don't speak to me, but that's interesting. Thanks for sharing me like sort of your 
uh, small list of people who fire you up. So I think one of the challenges that we have for social media, I think, is a lot of people try to go into this um, value c content sort of thing, like three tips to do this, three tips to do that. And and I'm not saying I'm, <laughs> I've am i not fallen into that, but I think as you go further into it, you just realize actually, even though you do know a lot, actually you only know about your life. I don't know about someone else's life, what they're going through. So am I really qualified to like give, these are the three tips to run a fast 5K. I don't know. You might be, you know, I mean, you might have different things that in your life that I don't have to deal with. So I kind of feel like I've, I've regressed a little back, bit back from that. So I kind of have a bit of grace for people like that because I just think there's so many people trying to shout in such a <laughs> such a concentrated space to give value give value but not really realizing actually it's just your life experience that you're giving it on yeah oh totally i mean that's like not just with running content that's like any content mm. like what because on my feeds i get a lot of like mom stuff and diy stuff and i'm like Sometimes I feel like, oh, then I should do that. And I'm like, oh, that totally would not effing work in my house. My kids would ruin that and destroy that. And like, you know what I mean? Like, but people are just trying to give you a value add. And it's like, well, that's not my life. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Marcus, too, because it's like, um, you know, I don't when I see like stuff like that, like, I mean, I know what it is. It's it's content. It's good content, you know, and there's a bunch of people that may go, OK, great. Thank you so much for that. Um, but I just, for me, it's just hard for me to do that because like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about anything like enough to like, to, to like, to tell you five ways to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause all I can, t all I can do is just share my experience and that's it. And, and I think that may be like an AA thing too. Cause like no one's going to stand there. This is how you stay sober. You know, uh. um, you know, it, it, I, I just can't get in the, in the, this is how you do it vibe because it may not work for you. How do you stay sober though? I just don't drink. But like, do you, are you to the point now? Do you every day wake up and think about it? No, no, I've, I've been, no, honestly, like I've been blessed to like, um, to not have that be one of my issues um some somewhere in the the road i like the, the decision i made in the beginning was apparently so firm um and then some of the in the, a lot of the work that i did after right after that um allowed me to not have to like have that issue um because i know there's people that have been sober for you know decade or more and still have like a thing that they have to like you know process through often i just haven't had that um so like that's been that's been a blessing for you know for me though but that's yeah, not the same that's awesome. so that's not to say because I, I could give you three tips that worked really well for me mm. but somebody else i could give those same tips to that really need and could try to take those steps and end up worse than they were to start off with you know mm. um this i just can't get on the on that soapbox now respect to you though for, for doing that though. i think it's really cool though thank you yeah i feel like there's so much value in what you're saying of saying like this is what's worked for me um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and because I think there's tension there. I'm like, as a writer, I'm always looking for like, where's their tension or where's there a reveal? And what you're saying is like, of all the things I tried, like, here's a few things that I, you know, helped me get past something I was struggling with or, you know, exposed, um, an unlock that I might not have expected, but was real for, whereas, yeah, the moment people turn that switch and they're like, you know, here's how to run a fast 5k. I'm like. <laughs> Where are you going to start? Are you going to like, are you, you know, you could go all day. And I mean, in the same way, if 
if Jakob Ingebrigtsen's telling me about how to run a fast 5K, it's probably bad advice for me because <laughs> he's like 17, you know, steps ab- above me and it's probably the wrong. Um, but if he spoke about, you know, here's some things I've tried recently that, um, you know, caught me by surprise is how, how well they worked. I'd be interested and I'd probably listen. And they might still be inappropriate for the level I'm at, but they're at least be coming from a genuine place for him. So, yeah, I think we we're all sort of like mm. griping on the like. I mean, sure enough, like, you know, I ran a first marathon. Here's how to run a marathon. And you're like, oh, you like Mm. the number of ways that people (laughs) are infinite, that people come to the marathon and want to tackle their first one. And, um, you know, just like the best practices are best practice because they've been tried and tested by a lot of people, not just like one young guy who happens to be healthy and fairly strong. You know, it's just like, oh. Right. Like what, what base are you? What like who are you coming into this experience as? You know, yeah. like, how old are you? How long have you been a runner? You know, have you maintained this, like, baseline fitness for a certain number of years? And, like, you just, you can't do that. It just yeah. doesn't. It's complex. Oh, man. Marcus, I'm curious how you think about your year when you've taken on your new team, your podcast. Like, are you a map the whole year out kind of guy? Or are you, like, go opportunity by opportunity? That's a really good question, actually. I think, um, yeah, first of all, when I first started the podcast, it was all very random um no real plan to it um but actually (laughs) when you work with people like yourselves um and other people in the space you sort of think oh geez like okay these are what people are doing at this level or you know working above so sometimes it makes you feel like you've got to kind of be a bit more organized and but at the the same point i think you just got to figure out like what is important to you like there's so much noise sometimes and like sometimes you have to kind of step back from it and just be like cool like for example um without naming names like you can bet this person's doing this a great job if i try and do that i'm just going to look ridiculous so i can't copy that i've just got to try and do me and i think it's still quite difficult sometimes to do like we talked about the bits about trying to add value and all that kind of stuff and like yeah so i think this year has been an interesting one i think i've i've, I've changed the podcast slightly uh, i'm still enjoying having fun with it um but yeah, the, the running has been really interesting. Um, getting injured was um, <laughs> a big bit of the year. And actually talking about the ins and outs actually of the year, because it's interesting you said that, Lizzie, because I didn't actually see any of that stuff coming in my feed. I actually did um, a post recently talking about the highlight of my year was actually getting injured. And people think, well, how, how's that a highlight? That's not, I mean, you run PRs and whatever, but I was like, because it actually forced me to stop and just be like, okay, cool, this is what I've got. And like, you can't figure out like, where you were or where you think you're going you just have to be like this is where i am um and you have to really like forget about times and just everything and i remember one particular run i went out running and i was just like <laughs> when david goggins and myself a little bit i was a bit like you're thinking about i was thinking about uh, a run in the future i was like i was like marcus you're not effing there you're you're here like just get over it like just give the best like two out of ten you can give um and that's basically something i've sort of trying to take forward and like we think about these January 1st things like, oh yeah, well, January 1st, I'm going to, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing this. It's, it's too much. Like you, you do that before January 1st. Like, so for me, it's just like, all right, you're going to stop doing that. And you're just going to focus on just like, just doing the best you can in that day. And that's what you do. Um, so for me, I, I'm not trying to focus on the in and out stuff. I'm just more focusing on the, this is what I'm going to learn from the year before and just keep carrying it on forward. Because if you make too many big changes, like it, it's just too much for your brain to kind of you know to, to process and try and, and figure out like even if you're gonna make changes in your training 
like you don't make big changes you're not like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna move country i'm gonna find a new team i'm gonna find a new coach i'm gonna <laughs> find a new wife i'm gonna <laughs> you don't do all that stuff you're just like one small thing right i mean like so i think it's just trying to focus on those small things um and it's not like just going back to your point earlier before it, peter about the incremental gains it's not the incremental gains it's just doing the basics and just not make and making sure that you're just trying to stick to your basics and i know i'm probably sounding quite preachy but i think for me like this works for me and i'm not trying to say it works for anyone else but i think for me i've had to just go back to that real basics of just like okay cool forget where you were forget like your goal at the minute going forward in the marathon just f focus on just getting back to being a strong runner and then take it from there what i liked about that content that you're talking about marcus um I, I, I was actually like, I was mad when I was watching it. Like, this content is so damn good. Like, because you were just being real about the moment that you're in. And the thing that pisses me off about it was like, that's the content that, that really matters is like someone saying like what they're actually going through and like how they got through moments that we all have to go through. But then the content that does like the best of all mm -hmm. of ours mm -hmm. is like the one where it's like kind of shallow and it's kind of just like, about a vibe or whatever and mm -hmm. it's like there's such a great message in the fact that you're like the, you know you're 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 dealing with an obstacle and we all have to do that you know thousands of times in a year and it's like the toughest times of our lives when we go through certain things and no one talks about like that moment they're just they we just talk about like tips mm -hmm. to get to the next level to the next thing you know so you know hats off to you mm -hmm. for like taking the time to think about that and put it into like content form. And I think everybody should watch it. Um, but then second, like the new year's resolution thing, I really like this, the new trend right now. That's like, it's a joke actually, but it's like a like a crying, um, audio where someone like goes in and they, it says like 2023 goals and it's like buy a Ferrari. And then like they go in, it's like a crying sound and then they delete the three and then they put the four cause they didn't get a Ferrari. So it's like them keeping the same goal, but it's like it's a joke. But I've also seen content where it's like, yeah, see that. no, I'm I'm not changing. My goals are still the same. Yeah. I'm still it's just another year. I'm going the same direction I was. And I think that that's OK, too. Like we really get caught up in like, what are you going to do different this year? It's like, what if you were on the right path, like since anyway. like last January and yeah. you just have to continue down that road like just because yeah. it didn't like work so far, you know, doesn't mean that at the top of the year, you got to go add five more things onto that or scrap everything that you worked on. So it's like, just keep, we're, we're all kind of doing it right. Low key. Like just keep going yeah. forward. You know? Yeah. I do Absolutely. though. Love the, like the newness and the renewal of like a new year. And even though, like, like you said, like maybe you are on the right path and you don't need to add anything. But like, for me, it's like a refreshing new start. And also, like, kudos to everybody who's like, it's a new year. I'm going to the gym now. Like, kudos yeah. to everybody who's, like, trying and starting. You know, I just bought, like, a new devotion for Ooh. my kids. And I'm like, we're going to read this every morning. It's like, will this last for a month? I don't know, but I'm going to try, you know. Okay, try things, yeah. I want it to set the tone. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, hopefulness in a new year. Wanna... And if that's something you can, like, ride the coattails on and it can yeah. be encouraging, then do it. One thing I think doesn't get enough uh, talk about is just unfollowing, like pruning, like just cutting things out where you're like, oh, I if this doesn't give me the right vibe, I'm just going to like edit it out. I'm just going to unfollow this person. I'm just going to 
I mean, I've grabbed friends' phones and been like, I'm going to mute that person because they're friends with us. And, you know, maybe you don't want to unfollow and feel like it's personal. But, like, you don't have to – there's no rule that says – I think we, like, follow things thinking, like, it'll just be an ad. And then we so rarely take the time to be like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, edit this out of part of my week or edit this person's content or their energy out of my life entirely. Um, totally fine. We're just going to, st- like, just move along. Relay safe space. Nobody listening can hear who we all have hidden. <laughs> all <laughs> yeah. in front of you. That's only a relay safe space conversation. Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, and that's it. It could be like, it can be large or it can be small. I mean, I definitely, I think I've talked about this before. Like, when it just hits me like a pile of bricks, like, oh, like, I can just mute this person. Yeah. And I'm just going to move along and I'm not going to even spend any of my life energy like being angsty about yes. them or their 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 style, you know? It's just not what I need. Yeah, honestly, I think that um to kind of add to what you're saying, Lindsay, and to Peter, like I think whatever is good energy for that's if 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 you had all the right good energy going for going through, you know, this year and next thing you know into 2024, then just keep it and keep going. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. But if there's ways to add more positive energy to like what you're doing or fuel that fire a little bit more, then great. If you have to like literally prune and unsubscribe to a bunch of email lists and you know unfollow yeah. people, then that's what you got to do. And then if starting off fresh and adding a book to read to your kids is like a way to add more positive energy to that thing, then that's the way to go. Um, but it's just like there's there's no pressure to like uproot, you know you know your life and add stuff that doesn't really bring you the thing that you're looking for just it's like you have to really decide like what are you going to dedicate this energy towards Mm -hmm. and if it's a good thing and if it's like hey you know what going to the gym is what i gotta do or running every day or you're reading a book every day with all that stuff just make sure it's not just like wasted you know because everyone's doing this i have to add in something too you know I was thinking though about my book reading because I'm like kind of a, an obsessive book reader. I'm yeah. reading this like, like just like easy like romance read right now, and I'm like, man, David Goggins would really be like, you are wasting your time on that fucking book. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I'm like, in your ear now. I'm like, I got to get through this book so I can read something that's meaningful. <laughs> that David would approve of. Uh, he would like... not approve of this romance novel. <laughs> but I mean, maybe he would though. You know, like, let's, I don't know. It's, I mean, I feel that's what I'm saying. I think that I don't think he would because I just for some reason don't feel like he's gonna sit down and read a romance novel. But like, I think the concept of like if you decided I'm gonna read you know 12 books a year, don't not you, do that 100. percent Like, doesn't matter no what matter the book what, is. You mean no matter what? Yeah, like you yeah. do. You stick to what you said you're gonna do. If you want to know like what the most what the most viewed uh instagram real would be for 2024 and beyond is if david goggins sat down next to a fire in a silk robe and read a <laughs> chapter out of a, a out of a <laughs> romance novel <laughs> and that was it it didn't say and then oh and close it with saying stay hard that'd be great that'd be great <laughs> stay hard wait <laughs> can you do you guys still not know about the trend we're runners. We do. Remember, I sent you guys this oh, message. Yeah. Have you we're still runners. not seen that trend? Like, no. It's like Out in the we're wild. we're middle school teachers. We do this, or yeah. we're this. We mm. do this. Have you not seen this trend of like? Mm-mm. Okay, I still want to do that on relay where we each do a video of ourselves doing some like neurotic weird runner, runner thing. thing and be like, we're runners. We do. 
and what would be your thing? And you, I'm, I have to find one and send it to you because I think it would go over well on Relay. Speaking of like trending things to do on social media. Let's, I hear let, what yeah. you're saying. I'm, 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 Will you do I'm it? There. Is this too nerdy? I mean, it is, I mean, but we're not big for actors, you. but we could try. We could try for you. I don't think we do a lot of uh, playing, playing. No, this part, is. But... I'm gonna do. I'll, mine's gonna start off like this. I'm gonna like act like nothing's happening, and then I say, "We're runners." <laughs> like, I kind of do something like real, like dramatic, like turn to the camera and like yeah. look in the eyes of the camera. What's a neurotic? This is. We have to close after this. What's a neurotic thing you would say? Like, what's something you do as a runner that like that? What would be your shtick on the real? This is our closing conversation, guys. Make it, make it. Mine meaningful. would be, mine would be, um, make coffee. You gotta say just it. Make, oh, well, how do you say it? We're runners. We're runners. We make coffee in the morning just to poo. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. yours, Peter? Oh man. Okay. Uh, yeah. What was I thinking? We're runners. We follow people on Instagram, even though we don't want to. <laughs> I was going to say, like, just this is like such a basic. I'm like, we're runners. We run circles around the cul-de-sac just to get to the, you know, yeah, equal the, like, the little thing, those little ones. Yeah, but we got to get cut deeper than that. I know yeah, that's no, too basic, right? Yes, yeah, that was that was a that was a basic bromka right there. I'd say like, yeah, we're runners. Okay, we're running on Sunday, and basically you're following my training plan. I'm not following yours. That's it. Because we're as flexible as like a bar of steel, to be honest. Oh, like when you run in a group. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. like, everyone's got so a training plan and stuff like that. Is... And you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And you're just yeah. trying to like tell everyone what you're doing. And like, you should do what I'm doing. And they're like, well, that's not the program. You, should, you can come along. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be fine. Just do these repeats with me. You're good. Okay, so everybody's homework is think of your most like weird we're runners we blah and then send me the video yeah send me the video of you saying that and i'll put it together real and if it flops it flops and if not maybe relay will just go viral and we'll be like you know the, the biggest yeah we're all we're over your be, feeds man zoe's gonna be so jealous if we become big actors she'll be like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> oh if anyone's been following zoe since she left the team she's now on her own or a three-person outside magazine television show of sorts oh i don't know about this oh yeah it's a whole thing yeah what is it so outside tv like the outside show it's like a live show that happens every week i guess where I like know. who records it like where's it being where, where's it it's streaming funny. like it's funny that outside is the name because outside it sounds like it's just outdoors <laughs> but they're like, inside recording it's like it is called outside uh, Media Inc. and they record it in their studio. It's like a Tonight Show. It's like a uh, weekly live show about the outdoor world, outdoor mm. industry. Um, oh, but it's just to say when I yeah, when I look at a reel and I'm like, ooh, this person's about to act for me. Um, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I'm how interested. It's very I am. We're uncomfortable. Gonna, we're going to do it. We're going to do a great job. It, yeah, I'm not comfortable with acting either. That's why I, I would never. I never do stuff like that. You can say like. Um, Peter, you can say, like, we're runners. We frame our Boston Marathon bibs on our walls yeah. and have them in our Zoom backgrounds. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, okay, uh, friends. Okay, Happy friends. Year. We got some thoughts. We went from community to friends. Yes. <laughs> we're back. 
but friends. Next we is gonna be a through, uh, <laughs> We got some friends. We got some thoughts about the new year. Well, it'll be interesting to see what we carry into into January and February. What's in, what's out? Happy New Year. Happy New Year.